Hello guys and welcome to this fantastic interview that was brought to you from the Mile of Smiles. I want to say a huge thank you to the organisers uh, Shropshire Festivals for inviting us along so that we could set up a studio for the whole day and we got so many amazing interviews, one of which you're about to hear. If you would like to support the Shrewsbury Biscuit, um, you can check out our website, which is the shrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. All of our episodes are available on there. And um, you can also support us on social media. We are at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. I want to say a huge thank you to my family and my supporters and the Biscuiteers that I saw on that day as well for giving me your support and your, your help. Setting up the studio was so much fun, but a lot of hard work. We covered a lot of miles, but so did so many other people. This event was exactly what was needed to illustrate what Shrewsbury can do. So anyway, without further ado, here is the interview that you're about to hear. Take it away, Alex and Leon. Enjoy the interview and I'll catch you on the other side. Hey guys, how's it going? Al here. We're coming uh, to you from the, the Mile of Smiles today. We've already got a couple of great interviews already, but uh, one of the most exciting things for me to happen to me so far today is I saw Kelderwood in person, like actually in person in the flesh. And so she's here with us today. How are you? you I'm good, thank you. It's great to see you. And like you say, great to actually meet in person after all this time of just seeing each other through Zoom and virtually and all the yeah, rest of it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, um, so explaining to, to Leon who you are, because he lives in Wrexham. He doesn't do an awful lot with a biscuit like when you're away from it, but when he's here, he's amazing. Uh, so explain to, to him who you are and how inspirational you are as a person. I know you like, you're like, oh, I was going to say, don't, don't, like, don't, that, that's put me on the spot, isn't it? I guess... Um, yeah, I mean, we're here because of Climbing Out. So, yeah. so I set up Climbing Out, which is a national charity on the back of my own life-changing injury. Um, and my whole kind of mission now is really to inspire and motivate people who've been through trauma um, and to try and help them accept what's happened to them in the past and, and find yeah. a new way forward. Yeah. So um, it's great to have the support of the Mile of Smiles and, and to really raise awareness about Climbing Out well, too. that's amazing. That, that's, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it, do you know what, there's so many people that don't know about climbing out so again great opportunity here today to just put it on people's radar and and hopefully get lots of people asking the question like well what is climbing out and what does it do and how could it help me or someone i know i i respect stuff like charities and stuff because it just really gives us more hope of like people in the world yeah, and, and I think it's the passion behind it, you know, it's very personal to me because of the journey I've been on myself, um, and that's where the, the absolute heart and passion to try and reach other people comes from too, so yeah, yeah good on you. Do, that, do you reckon our podcast might have helped? Do you reckon more people got, have more people getting in touch with you and, and trying to get... Do, do you know what? It, every little bit of it is just about getting the word out there and raising awareness and we always say if, if it reaches one person yeah. you know it's worth doing it and it might not have directly reached people now but it, it could be 12 months down the line or two years down the line and something will happen to someone and they kind of then go oh what was that charity that I heard about on the, the Biscuit podcast you know so every little bit we do is great to keep oh, spreading I'm glad the word. That we do, we're doing our little bit yeah thank um, you 
the summer has happened. Obviously, we're now in the midst of summer. Have you got a busy schedule? Uh, lots going on. You've got a mini outings planned? Yeah, so the programmes are back up and running, which is amazing. Yeah. Obviously, like everyone, the world was put on hold for kind of the best part of 18 months. Yes. So uh, we've run three programmes so far. Um, fantastic for climbing out to be back doing what we do best, which is our five-day programmes. Um, we've got another programme running in a fortnight's time, and then we've got another four or five programmes running this year. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're really out there now sort of delivering and, and reaching people. I know, because you were itching to get out, weren't you? You know, oh, you had God. so much plan that you had to yeah. reschedule. And, yeah. And, and it, you know what? We all adapted, didn't we, through COVID, and we get used to this virtual mm. world. And you always get into the habit of doing that yeah. and then when we started running our programs again we were like oh my god we forgot how amazing the programs are and how life-changing the programs are for the people involved um, and you, you suddenly go what are we doing doing everything on zoom right let's get back to doing it in real life yesterday we were at the battle of Sm- uh, battle of shoes uh, battle of shrewsbury i met like three or four people that i've been on the show before that i just met for the first time in okay. person um and then there's is it from the, the, the Shrewsbury Canoe Hire. Yep. Met him for the first time today, you for the first time yep. today. It's amazing. Like, no no uh, internet lag. Holy world. Beautiful music, beautiful I arena know. here. What more can you ask for? I'm so happy. I'm yeah, so, this is what I want to do with the biscuit, you know. That's the gift of meeting people in person. There's no lag and no, like, yeah, buzzes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, how brilliant does it feel just to have people out and together? And yeah. that I've bumped into a few people that you haven't seen for a long time. And you yes. just like, oh my God, like, this is great. Well, Welcome back it? to society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah life goes on. <laughs> um, and as well as climbing out, you've been very, very busy yourself. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Is it triathlon or something. That's it. So, because um, I, I can't even remember it if when, when we last spoke whether uh, I'd had the breast cancer diagnosis. So I no, I, that was that the, the diagnosis happened. I think after the interview. After, okay, yeah. And that all came up, you know, happened so quickly, right? So quickly. So I was diagnosed um, at the beginning of December and um, had a mastectomy beginning of, of February. So that was something that just didn't expect, and yeah. you know, just shows what life can throw at you sometimes. Um, but I'd already decided to do a triathlon and. Again, for people who know me and know about my leg, you know, like I haven't been able to swim, run, or bike for like. Some of your posts are <laughs> running well for a person who can't run, and yeah. you have the crutch. <laughs> I know, too, right? And, um, but I think it, actually the triathlon was a massive help to me through the whole breast cancer diagnosis because it gave me a real focus to yeah. work towards. And I think my recovery was much quicker because I used that as a goal. So yeah, four months, four months post mastectomy, I did my first triathlon, and but it, it it wasn't really then about the cancer. It was about the triathlon and about having a goal and um, just about showing that you know when you take things step by step and you set yourself a goal and you break it down into manageable pieces and you just kind of go, how can I? And and I I didn't do it to win. I didn't do it to do be the fastest. I, you the, did it to be Kelder Woods. That's what well, you did. I did it, it to just <laughs> blo- blo- do it, you know. And that was what was so amazing on the day. And the support from people was incredible. And you know, as you say, <laughs> not bad for a person who can't run. Like I can't run. Yeah. And with the run, I was going to do it in a wheelchair, and then that didn't work. And and then um, obviously with the mastectomy and everything. And then I I was pushing the bike one day, and I started 
running and, and when I was running alongside the bike I could run because I was like leaning on the bike and I went well why don't I just push the bike for 10k and then I can maybe do the run and there was like that's, a, that's stupid you can't push a bike as well you know and, and in the end we just brought it right back to the simplicity of, of using walking poles and um and just shuffling my way around and I then decided that I wasn't going to walk a step you know I wanted to run the whole way I was the slowest person of the day um but it didn't matter you know it really didn't matter it was I've spent 18 years telling myself I couldn't run and actually I went and ran 10k well kind of ran in a fashion so it was it, and that's not sort of blowing smoke up my backside that's just you need to though because there might be someone in a similar situation to you that might go oh, if Kel can yeah, do it so can definitely. I and I think again it's just realising it doesn't matter if you're slow it, it's about doing it and I had so many competitors giving me support and I thought everyone would be a bit like what's she doing because she's so slow and you know she can't even run and but actually the whole way around other competitors were just going keep going it's awesome well you know and it was super super special and it really taught me that it's not about being the best it's not about being the fastest it's about doing it you know Commitment. so yeah, yeah that was huge well well done to you seriously Thank most you. people have gone do you know what after you know breast cancer all the troubles i've had i'm gonna have a rest most people have been <laughs> tell the word, no, I'm going to do a triathlon. <laughs> well, this, this, this just proves if you have an injury or if something bad happens, never give up because it's yeah. still possible. Yeah. You know, like, ladies and gentlemen, if you're thinking of something, do it. You know? Absolutely. And, and that kind of how can I attitude because, yeah. you know, we did really break the, the swim, the bike, the run down to go, okay, how can we make this? possible mm. and and then there was a way you know which was which was brilliant so yeah there's, there's always a way it might take a bit of adapting and working out and you might be slow but it doesn't matter amazing um what's what's the future for you and climbing out what's what have you got anything planned that you want to tell the listeners about um yeah so i guess for, for me the next triathlon's uh next saturday so that, that's that's the next one another one <laughs> yep and that, that one's down in north wales so it's it's the snowman triathlon which is yeah, you're too right. He's in but it's supposed, he's supposed in to be one of the toughest ones because it's like all hilly and everything. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, and then with climbing out, we've um, we've got another five programs coming up this year. So again, if I can just put a shout out, if there's anyone who thinks they would benefit from from getting involved in a program, it's all about rebuilding confidence, self-esteem, and motivation post-trauma. Um, We've also got a fundraising hike in October, which is open to anyone. Um, it's the Four Peak Challenge down in North Wales again. Um, so yeah, that's open to anyone to just get involved. We're doing some uh, really iconic peaks in, yes. in Snowdonia. Um, so yeah, anyone who, who wants to get in touch, um, if they go to climbingout.org.uk, yeah. all the information's that's on there. I sort of think it's very good. So if you want to take part, you got to raise 100 pounds. That's simple, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. to right, um, which is brilliant. I'm like, I'm really interested, genuinely. I think I might bring Come some. and do it! Yeah, do, do it! it. We yeah. want to see you there! So when, what's, what's <laughs> would, Have you just told me the date? What was the date again? October the 9th. October the 9th. So That's it. This is commitment now. Like It's it said on your podcast. Anyone listening, we're holding <laughs> you down. <laughs> so part 8 is on the uh, 29th to the 30th. You're coming to part 8. That's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and then so and then eight day, we could we could possibly do it. What day I, is that on the weekend? It's a Saturday. Yep. Yep. Eighth of October. Uh, 
Okay. I would do this hike, but I'm always busy at, when, I, when I'm at, back at my home. So, Are you? <laughs> yeah. I, d- I think that's an excuse. I think no, that sounds definitely an excuse. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm washing my hair that day. <laughs> yeah. I'm really know, sorry. Do, do you know what the whole thing with it is? It's it's just a great social day as well. So like yes, we, we so we're doing um, Triffin and the Glitters and Yagan, which are like I say four iconic peaks. People can choose to do between one and four peaks. So depending on levels of fitness or physical um, ability, you can do as much or as little as you want to. But it's a great social day as well. Like it, there's a great atmosphere, loads of sort of support and laughter and fun. And we uh, we we go for a meal in the evening for anyone who wants to go for a meal in the evening. And it's it's a great weekend as well. So okay, um, okay. yeah, okay. I'll see if I can wrangle as many of the biscuitiers and as that possible. That would be incredible. Oh, we'll have yeah. a biscuit. We can do a podcast while we're doing it. Yeah. Maybe you can bring ask some. Uh, maybe you can ask my mum to come with you then. Yeah, so I, I'd love to come. I generally would love to come. Snowdonia is the most beautiful well, place I've been. Incredible. You are a biscuitier. So that's it. The biscuitier team. We're, I like it. The white <laughs> This is what I said to to some of my mates. I do I do the podcast with. I was like, how cool would it be to go up like snowed like, whole weekend? Take some tents, find somewhere to to, to base camp. Yep. Bottom of Snowdonia somewhere. I know there's loads of little places yeah, yeah, you can go yeah, yeah. to. A few beers. <laughs> do a Can't podcast buy. before the climb. Get to the summit. Do a podcast do at there. the summit. Absolutely. I, th- I think we've got a plan formulating here. We do. <laughs> hey, we can go to Everest, you know. We can always get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, calm down. Calm down, <laughs> Hey, never say never. I like you already. <laughs> <laughs> where can where, where can people find all the information they need to about climbing out? Yeah. So uh, our website is climbingout.org.uk, um, and they can get in touch with me at climbing out. Uh, no, it's not. It's Kelderwood at climbingout.org.uk. <laughs> Don't know my own email, but yeah, we'd we'd love to hear from anyone who wants to either get involved with the programs or the um, fundraising hike the other thing I've got to say actually is we're running walk and talk days now Ooh. so they're back up and running which so are just that, like counselling sort of sessions while you're um, walking do you know what it's just about getting people out getting people active and getting people chatting um, so you know our objective is if people are chatting and people are laughing that's a good day it, you know so it really is about walking and talking and if people want to have like more deep-seated conversations we've got the team there to do that but it, it's not about that it's it's there if the people want yeah. it but more than anything it's just about getting people out having a bit of fun getting active getting some fresh air and, and meeting people again so would you say that's the best part of going out <laughs> is meeting others you don't know yeah and i think that network of friendship and support you know because we ran a program last week for veterans um, and actually the huge part was bringing people together that have got that kind of unwritten understanding um, and then can build friendships moving forwards to keep supporting each other and, and having fun because hey yeah. let's admit if we're having fun like life is ultimately a whole heap ex- better ex- isn't it? It's especially good for the people who consider themselves quote unquote lonely because they could go around and talk to people they get used to or... I'm laughing because I can imagine me climbing snow. Are you having fun Alex? <laughs> Yeah, we're fine. Yes, absolutely great. Fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> so that's type two fun, isn't it? Like we always say, there's type one fun when is you're having fun when you're actually doing it, and then type two fun is when you look back afterwards and go, that was really cool. So <laughs> we, we, we've all done that though. We've all we've all done mountain, like, gone hiking, and then you've climbed to the top of some hill, and there's a big, you know, quarry lake you can look at, and just be like, yeah. That, that was cool. Yeah. That was cool. You know, you know it's, a, it's a bit like the Atlantic. When I was in the middle of it, I thought it was the worst thing I'd ever done. But like afterwards, now I look back and say it was well, awesome. So, thinking about know. that was crazy. But I heard you going all the way from here to America, like 
yeah it, it, well it wasn't like that it took well, a yeah, really yeah. long time <laughs> I promise you just so, like that yeah just yeah. thought like the massive wave like what I think of as the middle of the Atlantic all the massive waves or yeah. going the wrong way yeah well what I find fascinating about it is when you think about these long voyages from back in the day and a big I don't know fishing boat or something like that, they got a crew of people or grabbing ropes and you know yeah. the storms you're on your own. <laughs> yeah, on your but own. I also had a lot more technology than they had in those days. So, you know, that helps a lot too. So you, <laughs> you've got like your GPS kind of thing, which which keeps you on track and you've got your sat comms and that sort Don't of thing. Don't lie, were you ever scared on that journey? Yes. <laughs> I was, I was, I had my moments, I'm not going to lie. So yeah, yeah, too right. But again, that's that's what it's about, isn't it? Yeah. You, you know, if, if you... Facing your fears. Yeah, too right. And if it's easy, then... Everyone will be doing Nothing's it. Nothing's easy though. No. Nothing worth fighting for is easy. So yeah, yeah, too right. Kelda, I think you're amazing, and I, I can speak to you for hours, and we can do if you like. <laughs> I know you've got. You know, this is all all for you today. This. Uh, this and no, it's amazing, on. and we are so grateful to Shropshire Festivals for for what they've put on and for choosing to support climbing out. Um, it's amazing what what Beth and her team are doing. So yeah, yeah a big shout out to them because they're incredible. I just spoke to Beth up in the, the town square. I was like, hi Beth, you're right. She's like, yeah, yeah, you haven't got Lovely Beth. And then, hold on, phone call. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what were we saying? Yeah, <laughs> Beth, like, absolutely, like, emulates multitasking She's to a team. She She's really incredible, is. yeah, isn't she? Yeah, yeah she's and amazing lazy. <laughs> well, um, this is fantastic. You know, I'm so happy to be here, like I said. This is what we wanted from the Biscuit. We wanted to be out and about doing these festivals because what we're doing right now is we're documenting. Listen to that music, guys. Yeah. You know, we just had Morris playing some beautiful music to us as well live. We brought live music to the Shrewsbury Biscuit because of this. Do you know what I mean? It's fantastic. It's amazing. So, it's amazing. Kelda, yeah. I hope you have a great day and I hope you, you, you share that beautiful smile of yours because it's infectious. <laughs> well, I have um, one more question. Yeah, if, oh, you, if you could say any, if you could say something to the youth, what would you say? Oh, that's a loaded question. That's that's a massive question. So this is probably a bit of a long-winded answer. I wish I could sort of summarise this into like three words. Make or it as long as you want. Uh, well, <laughs> I guess my three words would be just do it. Yeah. You know, but I think so often the fear of failure stops us from doing stuff. But actually, um, funny enough, we were just talking about it yesterday about how when you make a mistake. If you learn from it, it's an experience. If you don't learn from it, it's a mistake. Mm. And how I see failure is like, actually that's just a learning. So it's kind of like, whether it be the triathlons or the Atlantic, it's like, if you're not brave enough to have a go, how do you ever know what you can achieve? Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah, but so often the fear of failure stops people from doing it in the first place. So if I was talking to young people, I'd just say like, be brave, do it, and just learn from it. And that's the exact reason why I've started doing Pod Aid, because I wanted to do something with, I remember I wanted to do something with International Podcast, Podcast Day the year before. I was like, I could do this, and I was like, no, no, no. And I felt really bad. After it had gone, I was like, I should have just done it. So when it came to the idea of Pod Aid, I thought, I'm going to hate myself if I didn't just try it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I think the biggest failure is just not doing it, not, you know, that regret. But better you know. to regret something you've done than something you haven't. Oh, do you know what? You know? Like, the, the dozens of emails every day and the, the, the constant 24-hour work. It's fine, it's fine, and it'll work out fine. Do you know, know I'm, I'm going to get all deep now, but I always say you can only do your best. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
if you have a go and you don't achieve what you set out to achieve if you've done your best you can still be really proud mm. oh i like it but it, it you know it that's what it's about it, it doesn't matter whether you win or you fail or, or you achieve it or you don't just be the best you can be yeah. all the time and and you know stay true to yourself well, and well yeah. i call it like the bike bike practice you fall off you get back up again yeah continue yeah unless you decide you don't like riding bikes and then you go and do something else and so you, it's then again it's like that's cool if you learn you actually don't like it you onto a scooter go and do something else yeah too right too right i love that you know uh, this is why i love you though because you're like oh i've just, I've just suddenly, suddenly picked up a disability oh my god i'm gonna row across the atlantic there we go that's what we'll do you know because it's not just get off the bike and get back on again it's like yeah. okay so the bike doesn't work out for me anymore let's try a rowing boat yeah, or, or, yeah. You know, and i think that's you know, we've talked a lot about this through lockdown and COVID and, um, you know, we can get caught in a bit of a spiral, you know, and if you start seeing yourself as a victim, you become a victim and yes. when you become a victim, people treat you like a victim. But actually, if you, you change how you see yourself and, and then it changes what you put out there, it changes how you treat people and your whole spiral of life changes. So for me, it's about kind of taking what gets thrown at you and doing something with it and then... I don't want to say everything's a positive because that's not always reality, is it? But, um, you, you know, it's kind of letting it take you in a direction and, and doing something with it. Um, beautiful and inspiring as well. I've got a favour to ask you, OK, because Shane, our other biscuitier, is up at the castle at the moment and we just got off the phone and he said, um, I've just seen a bubbleologist and we had a laugh and he was like, train say that three times and everybody that's come through today, apart from our first interview, we've asked to say, how easy is it for you to say bubbleology, bubbleology bubble, three times Bubbleology? Fast? Yeah, so can you say bubbleology okay. three times fast for us? I'm focusing now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Right, bubbleology, bubbleology, bubbleology. Hey! I haven't been able to do it once. Bubbleology, bubbleology, bubbleology. Look hey. at that. Hey. I mean, hey. <laughs> Out of body experience there. <laughs> Kale, that you've been amazing as always. I can't Thank wait you. to see you at Pod Aid and I hope you have a great day today. Let everybody give, fill these tins up, give you know lots of money and um, guys Thank get in you. touch with uh, Climbing Out because it's a great course. And awesome. Is there anything you want to shout out? Any websites, any people? Uh, do you know what I just think again a, a big thank you to, to Beth and Shropshire Festivals and it's great to see everyone here today and just if anyone wants to get in touch um, climbingout.org.uk and we'd love to hear from anyone so yeah thank you thanks right. guys thanks thank for you very do, much. doing Peace the podcast out, guys. take it easy <laughs> well that was a fantastic interview I, I think you'll agree um, I want to say a huge thank you to our guest and of course, this is a generic message that I've recorded for the end of every podcast I recorded on that day. But we had such a great time. Every single podcast that we recorded was phenomenal. Again, I'd like to say a huge thank you to um, Shropshire Festivals for inviting us to take part. We would love to be involved with any other festivals or events that are going on in Shrewsbury because that's our job, to illustrate the amazing things that Shrewsbury can do. And I think Beth and the team at Shropshire Festivals, they do a great job too. Again, I'd like to remind you guys, if you would like to support us, you can go to the shrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. That's our website, and our audio is all available on there, and there are ways to get in touch with us. You can also support us on social media. We are at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with your friends, and um, we will see you guys next time. Um, and uh, have a great day. 
Thank you very much. Peace out.